Welcome to the J Rad and B Ben Show. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Let's see what I do this week. Oh, at another swimming day at Sue and Scott's pool. They have the best what? pool. Yeah, that's right. I went swimming. Yay! And guess where I visited this week? Florida. Close. Think warm and tropical. Big waves. Hawaii. That's right. I went to Maui this week. So yeah, my lake was pretty tough. I went to Maui. I didn't get to hang out with all the people I wanted to, like you, but that's okay. And now I'm back. What about you, B-Ben? How was your week? Uh, my week was good. The first thing I did all week was instead of putting my plate in the sink, I put the sink in my plate. Uh-huh. You making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> my inability to talk? Because I told you to put your sink in the plate, but instead of saying that, I said put your plate in the sink. Got it. Put your sink in the plate. <laughs> what else did you do? I've been doing code.org, and I'm going to make games. And if I enter your phone number, I can send it to you, and you can play. That's great. Do you have any ideas for games so far? Uh, yes, an eventual story. What's that? It's a point where you press buttons to decide. Oh, like you choose your own adventure? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Can one of the choices be eat mac and cheese? No. Why not? You love mac and cheese. I know. What about if it's eat pizza? Ooh, burritos. I'll always choose that. No, it's a Minecraft event. Even if it was save everybody in the world or eat pizza for a video game, I'd always pick eat pizza. (laughs) This week we have an audience phone call. Let's see who it is. Well, I mean, it's nice to have another fan. I hope he doesn't know where I live. This week, we're watching episodes 7 and 8 of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're going to change up the recap a little bit. I'm going to read a really short recap, and then B-Ben and I are each going to share our top 5 to 10 things from each episode. Let me start off with episode 7, Monkey Brains. Episode 7, Monkey Brains. There's a monkey loose in New York. The turtles track him down, but find out he is a missing scientist that has been transformed into a monkey. He was transformed by his partner, Dr. Falco. Dr. Falco is trying to create psychic powers, and it worked. He makes himself psychic by pulling fluids out of the monkey's brain and fights the turtles using only his mind. Donnie defeats Dr. Falco by fighting without thinking, and April starts to train as a ninja, after, this, after Splinter realizes she has a sixth sense. My top five are... You can't take the fire out of... Ah! Dr. Flippenstein! <laughs> I like when Mikey said that. Number two. It's kind of weird that Donnie wants to date April because she's a human and he's a turtle. I don't like it. I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I also thought it was weird that the monkey had metal underwear. I don't know if you noticed that. And why was he stuck in the cage? That's a good thing. And I think the twist 
this is my number four, that the monkey is Dr. Rockwell was great. I actually thought that was great storytelling. And I actually thought fighting the psychic Dr. Falco was really neat. I thought they had a really cool graphics to show how him predicting all the moves. I like the blue effect for fast forwarding. And then I guess my last one is that April can sense things. And it kind of makes me wonder if she's going to do more of that in the future. That's going to be a bigger plot point. What about you for episode seven? What were your top takeaways? Uh, why does Mikey like backflips? <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a backflip. They do seem cool. I had a roommate who could do a standing backflip. He was way cooler than I was. He can do it while standing up. Just like some people have to put their hands just to do it. He could do it without hands. Crazy. Wow. Okay. And I wonder why was he in a cage? Why was Dr. Rathwell in a cage? And he can't break metal, so how did he escape? Uh, My next one? No. Four? Why is Dr. Falco... Name Dr. Falco. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one. Why was he turned into a monkey and how? Because he was only testing with monkey DNA. You need to be touching a monkey. I don't think so. I think mutagen works where it combines the DNA of whatever you're touching. Now, in the past, they've been touching a rat or a weed. But in this case, they were just straight up touching. He probably had monkey DNA on his fingers. And then Dr. Falco probably spilled mutagen on him to see if he could get him turned into a psychic. And he not only turned into a psychic, he accidentally turned into a monkey. That's my theory. And why do monkeys have psychic powers? That's a good question. They must have been doing something else to make them psychic. I don't know. The monkeys are half psychic. Could be. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Episode 8, Never Say Zever. Shredder asks Chris Bradford and Sever to go stop the turtles. But with Sever as the leader this time, April takes the turtles to a noodle shop run by a blind man, and he is being harassed by the Purple Dragon Gang. Leo lets one of the Purple Dragon Gang go, and Raph and Splinter argue that they should never show mercy. Leo and Raph decide to show no mercy and track down the Purple Dragon Gang. And they cross the line by kidnapping Chris Bradford. But Leo and Raph can't go through with throwing Chris Bradford off the roof, end up being captured by Bradford, Sever, and the Foot Clan. Oh, first, uh, you missed, like, Sever uh, caught the blind man, then they decided to capture them because Sever crossed the line first. However, the Purple Dragon Gang member that Leo showed mercy to frees the turtles, which proves that if you show mercy and kindness, it will come back to you. We end on Shredder vowing to take down the turtles himself. Dun, dun, dun. What's your top five, B-Ben? Why does Shredder have a red eye instead of a white? Oh, that's a good question. And why does he always wear a mask? Good question. And why does his face look like that he's been in a fire, like, recently? Wasn't that part of the flashback where he was in a fire? Yeah, but how come his face is still like that? Oh, good question. Okay, my top five are... Are you saying turtles are slow? That's a hurtful stereotype. And, ooh, pizza gyoza. And then all their eyeballs fell out. That part was cool. I like when Mikey had his idea bubble and they kept popping and all the things that showed up in his ideas. So video game machine, pizza, old TV, skateboard, and a fire hydrant. It was like... 
Okay, let's have some discussion. First question, why Splinter Rock? They could have chosen a Nyroceros. I think, have you ever been to New York? No. There are a lot of rats in New York. So I'm guessing a long time ago when the comic book creators, then when they created Eastman and Laird, they looked out the window and they probably saw a bunch of rats and they said, they probably looked in their turtle tank, saw turtles and then they saw rats. And that's probably how they picked them. That's my guess. But why would they do, like, a glass bottle and then it breaks? They're being creative. With mutagen? They're being creative. Why couldn't they be like, we are crying, we will do this mutagen, and then they escape? They probably also realize that there aren't a lot of rhinoceroses floating around on the street. And Mm -hmm. people don't have them as pets in their home. But they could have done a cat or a dog. Why isn't why is Rocksteady a Nyoceros? Because I again I just think that's a good idea. But if you look at the turtle's origin story, the likelihood of dropping mutagen on the ground and turning a rhinoceros into a person probably doesn't make sense. Probably would, <laughs> because you would be like they were fighting at the zoo, then uh, Mato Yoshi fell into the Nyoceros cage. Of babies. Have you ever fallen into a zoo cage? Who knows? They were fighting on top of the rails. <laughs> They're ninjas. That's true. That's where ninjas fight on top of rails. <laughs> okay, this week's Splinter's lesson was you must find the place between your thoughts and live there. What do you think it means? Your thoughts and nowhere. I don't understand. I think he was talking about that Donnie overthinks things. I think he was talking about... You going full-on sleep mode while drooling. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you overthink things? You think too much and that makes you not make decisions? No. You just you just exist. You're like a walking id. Just do what you want. <laughs> What's that, a taco? Delicious. What's that, my brother? Punch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. That seems about right. Um, I was thinking about... Do you remember in Bill and Ted Face the Music mm-hmm. where they have to not think about things so they put the trash cans over their heads? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that, I think. Uh... His other lesson this week was in times of war, do not forget compassion. Show mercy when you can and when it makes sense. No, it was peace. Don't forget the possibility of war. In war, don't forget the possibility of compassion. I like it. Do you ever find that happen in your life? Nope. I think it's a good lesson for all of us. It looks like the Shredder and the Turtles are finally going to fight. Are you excited? No. You're not excited? You don't like Shredder? Uh, I don't like the person who's playing Shredder. Gosh. Got it. What do you think makes a good villain? Evil Laugh. Okay, Evil Laugh is one. Trap them in a video game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> video game, I guess. What else? What else makes a good villain? Name some other good villains. You think Dr. Robotnik's a good villain? Yeah. Bowser? No. Who else? Name good villains. Mario! <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> James to James is a good supervillain. Yep. Comment down below if you think James is a supervillain. <laughs> so let's head into Minecraft Minute. If you want to start off a super flat survival world, I would get a mob farm going and have like a zombie farm and then we'll so you can get tons of iron and then once you have enough to get a cauldron you can make it and hope for um then you can disconnect and reconnect to get water levels only one per reconnect one per 10 reconnects and disconnects or it could happen randomly so whenever it rains, I would head to the cauldron if you have one and disconnect and reconnect. So after that, if you want to play Minecraft Dungeons, it's a real cool game. You just need to be a pro at PvP and also get good armor. But it's really easy, easy, normal, uh, hard, super hard extra hard and mega hard and there's three different love three different modes so it's gonna be hard beep 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 it's the cooking show minute time okay i'm gonna turn cooking show minute into tv show minute because i didn't watch enough cooking shows this week so i've been watching cobra kai the fifth season that came out last friday it is outstanding everyone should be watching cobra kai I thought you said, oh, pooping. <laughs> and then I've also been watching House of the Dragon, another recommendation. Blue Eyes White Dragon! And then on the cooking show side, I've been watching Guy's Game Night, which I don't like and not many people like, but I'll keep watching it because there's not much else to watch. Oh, and Beat Bobby Flay has a new season, so I've been watching a lot of Beat Bobby Flay, and there's some new diners, drive-ins, and dives. So maybe I have been doing that. Ooh, Ooh, there's a new season of Great British Bake Off. And so I just started watching that. And they just had Cake Week. And I only watched half of it. Beep, 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 Okay, let's head straight into the audience questions. This week, we've got an audience question from Steve in Mountain View. But before we get to that, we're joined by James. James, how was your week? My week was good. My week was actually crazy. Tell us something that happened. What was your favorite part? One goal, Ruby, Widowie, and Caesar go. See, Widowie kicked Rohan in the ball. In the and ball. What? In the face, I mean, with a ball. So that's kind of crazy. Oh, that is crazy. Kind of nuts. Okay, let's read our listener question. Can you play a musical instrument? And if so, which one? I can kick us off. I play two different musical instruments. I took piano for a couple years, so I can play piano. And then I taught myself how to play guitar. And I played guitar for probably 10 years. Wow. And I can play a little bit of bass guitar and a little bit of drums. Ben, what about you? Uh, I can do piano, too. Uh, I can also do the flute. I just haven't done that in a long time. What about you, James? I could sing. You can't sing. I can. You can. You're a great singer. 
I could play, yeah. I think I could play guitar, yeah. So let me ask it a different way. What musical instrument would you like to learn to play? Mm. James, if you could be better at one musical instrument, what would you pick? Yeah, that would be me playing guitar with my teeth. Okay, what about you, Bebe? Uh, mine's just going to be playing the piano. I like it. I think we can make that happen. Okay, see you next time. Hope you had a great day at the J-Red and Bebe podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. He's the worst. Thank you for joining today's episode, sponsored by the letter R for rollback prices. Have a good week. Because they're turtles. <laughs> Green, 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 green.